0: This is Iowa Everywhere, and now it's time for Two Guys Named Chris, powered by Fairway Meat and Grocery. This is Iowa Everywhere, for the fans. Where'd Hassle go? We just lost Hassle. We'll get him back. What's going on? Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. We literally just did, Hassle texted me and wanted to do a spur-of-the-moment program, and now he's not even here. My name is Chris Williams. I will be joined by Chris Hassel uh, here during the great blizzard of 2022. It's kind of a dud right now, but I think that everything is uh, coming here just a little bit. I, I've been slammed this morning, did a podcast, um, did a podcast earlier with um, John Miller. That will be up on the feed. Many of you probably watched it already on um, YouTube, so you can check that out. Let's see. I think I got him. I think I got him. There's Hassel. Hi, friend. How are you? You just got back from it's Fairway? It's so cold that it's it's messing with my
1: devices here. Yeah, I did. I, I just went over to the Fairway in Bettendorf. It's did you glorious. buy some meat? Did you, did you notice how much happier I was at the Fairway than I was at, at your shitty dirt track? and uh, hey, whoa
0: morning. whoa 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 back off okay i love fairway just like everybody else but calling the adams county speedway the iconic adams county speedway a shitty dirt track i will not stand for that my friend that's the best i've ever seen a dirt track because usually you go there and the
1: winds whipping up the dirt you got the smell of the, the gasoline and the dirty people I walk in there. There's nobody there and snow is covering everything. So you can't see the dirt. It was great. I'll say it was better than I expected. Did you take your beautiful wife to the track? Uh, she was in the, she was in the car when we went by, we went by with my in-laws and uh, he's he my, my stepdad's a huge dirt track guy. Oh really? His, his dad used to own like a, team that would race at the West Liberty Speedway all the time. Oh, yeah. go been all over many Iowa. Times. They've been there They've they they had America. they had never gone to a race though at your uh your little well, morning I'll, thing.
0: I'll take your dad stepdad.
1: Does he like to uh, drink no he doesn't drink. All right. Well never mind. He's never had a sip of alcohol in his life. So I don't think he fit that you in guys with would my crowd. Away. Yeah. I don't <laughs> By the way I I've I've kind of figured out why you're the way you are after spending some time in Corning in in Western Iowa and getting to rub shoulders with some of those folks. I mean, I I went to my my niece's uh, Christmas program and everybody in there was wearing like Carhartt jackets. Yeah, some of, some of them had like cowboy hats on. They yeah. were talking about riding uh, uh what do they call little dirt dirt bikes. All the kids were into the dirt bikes. Goddamn right, they are dirt track racing, NASCAR. It was uh, it was a different crowd than you would see in a Des Moines or uh, well, where I
0: am right now in Bettendorf. Uh, Matt is watching on our YouTube feed. He says Corning with the little oversigned muscatine. I agree, Matt. I'd rather live in Corning. Uh, Honestly, no. it's not even close for me. I would much rather live in Corning than Muscatine. Why? My kind of people. Uh, I don't like the eastern side of the state very well. Don't have good experience. All the Chicago influence. I don't want any of that.
1: Yeah, I, I will say I'm not a big fan of the, the all the Chicago people that are around. I. But at the same time, you're you're getting rid of the Chicago people, but you're you're getting more like Nebraska Cornhusker fans over in that area. Got a lot of those. So yeah. it's not as many day. as there used to be. True, because they, they're terrible. My my niece Astoria was asking me who the worst football team in the world is. And I said, it's the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I don't know if I can
0: hate you for that opinion. Yeah. Uh, good. I'm glad you got to Fairway. I was actually, I've been at Fairway twice. I bought, actually, I don't have it, but I will take pictures. You should see the size of this prime rib I got that I'll throw in the smoker on Friday. Phenomenal. how big
1: is it how many pounds uh eight pound prime rib okay I don't know how big the one is my dad got, but uh he's cutting it in two. he's making some of it today really and the other half with uh, other side of uh, of the family uh in a couple days Does that we so we're having uh, it today we're having the prime rib today with the aljou Oof.
0: yeah and I right. actually had to look up a recipe for that for the aljou i don't I thought it was au jus. It's not au jus. No, it's au jus. Au jus sauce.
1: Come on, come
0: on, man. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I guess we. Do you have any uh, thoughts on Iowa basketball and the worst loss <laughs> in the history of the sport? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not my opinion. It is not my opinion. Right. Las Vegas, is, it's the worst loss in the history of college basketball. So yes. do you have any opinion? As
1: As far as the books go back, which is 30 years or so, it is the largest point spread upset in college basketball. A- any upset you can think of, all those huge tournament upsets, UMBC over Virginia, the line in that game, the 16 over the one, the point spread was 20 and a half. The point spread for the Iowa game was 31 and a half, in some places, 32. So, if you put $10 down on Eastern Illinois to win the game, you would have won $800. They were 80 to 1 to win that game. Not only did they win it, they ran away with it. They were up double figures for pretty much the last eight minutes of that game. It was no contest, Chris. Now, thankfully, it wasn't on TV. It was on BTN Plus, so I couldn't watch it. I had to follow it online. But I mean, there, there's really nothing else you could say other than it's it's a pathetic loss. Philip Perbatcha went in post game and he took he took the blame for it. I loved what he said. He said that we were feeling too good about ourselves. We thought yeah, basically what he said was this it. team yeah. was terrible, and yeah. we thought we would wipe the floor with them. We got up eighteen to four and and that's why we lost. We we overlooked him. Most most kids wouldn't say that but he said it. Crazy part to me is that you gave up 92 to that team. Right. That team had not scored more than 75 points against the Division 1 team.
0: Do you remember when we were in Vegas and all those Iowa fans were giving me shit because of the tweet I put out after that game where I said I'm a little bit concerned for Iowa and only and I I didn't take away my my point was that when Chris didn't suit up in that game, you saw everybody else rise to the occasion. You had this energetic crowd. Best crowd you'll play in all year. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that's just so hard to do over a long period of time. We both said after that game,
1: and, and you put it out there on Twitter, I, I don't think I did, but we both said we thought that that actually was going to be better for Iowa State and worse for Iowa how that game went down. And we don't really know yet about Iowa state because they haven't played anybody since then, but so far it, it has not been good for Iowa. I mean, you had the Wisconsin game where, yeah, there was that great comeback at the end, but really they should have won that game in overtime. And Fran had that really weird uh, technical foul and the face he made. And then this, um, I know they didn't have Connor McCaffrey. They didn't have Murray, but still, this is one of the worst teams in college basketball. And I think Iowa dropped in the net from twenty-seven to sixty. Jesus, after that did loss. they
0: really? Yeah, it's. Uh, I saw it's they
1: a, they dropped sixteen in Ken Palm. I think they I, went from twenty-seven to sixty from from uh, what what I remember looking at it earlier today.
0: And listen, uh, it's a quad four loss, and it's not going to go away. Th- th- well, yeah, and they still should. I mean, with the Big Ten, like all yeah, the yeah, I still think they'll the make the tournament. But yeah, but man, if this, they're at like, all close, yeah, that, that, that that's gonna. That could kill him. What's weird about it, and it just it shows you how little of defense that they played is that usually right. in these games with those awful teams like Eastern Illinois, usually these teams are just like so. That's where you knew that like Prom was done at Iowa State when he started losing games like this, like because it showed you how little of talent they actually had. I'm not comparing McCaffrey to Prom. Please don't anybody out there, don't go put words in my mouth. But my point is like, usually when you see a game like this, it's (laughs) for a power five program to lose to a team like that. It's one of these horrible power five type of teams. I was a tournament team. We all think like, it's just so rare. I Chris, to be honest, like I was out all day yesterday. I had all this Christmas holiday stuff. I knew we were going to get snowed in here. So I had all the million things to do. And, I forgot they were even playing. We had a little psycho and fanatic get together. And all of a sudden, one of my guys is like, holy shit, I was going to lose this. And then we couldn't even find it on TV. Like it was just such a weird deal. And then you have, I mean, I'm sure Carver was just a horrible atmosphere. Mm-hmm. These games are brutal. These ones before Christmas, but then we have this report of this guy yeah. running up to the bench and like yelling at Fran McCaffrey or something. Have you got, did you do any investigating on this? I, uh, boy, I'd love to find video of this. I haven't yet, but,
1: uh, the report from Chad Leistikow and some others that were there is that this Iowa fan during a timeout ran down to the bench in the huddle and just started yelling at these guys to start playing some defense and somebody with the Iowa staff or, or around that area said, Hey, you're not the coach. (laughs) And he said something like, I am now. (laughs) And then, they had a uh, security escort him out. Uh, I saw some some people saying that uh, Fran's wife Margaret had some uh, had some words for that fan on the way out, with some p- potentially some expletives. N- nothing confirmed. That's just what some people that were there were saying on Twitter, which I I, I can believe that. But I, God, how did nobody get their phone out and record this? An Iowa fan running down there, just berating them on the bench and then security escorting them out, escorting this guy out of Carver Hawkeye, you can't make it up. And quite frankly, Chris, it had to be said. I mean, somebody had to get on this team, play some defense. And I I, I watched the the post-game press conference, and Fran was as calm as can be. It's just so weird that sometimes he has this rage and he goes next-level crazy. But then when you think that he needs to, like in a game like this, get on their ass. Get pissed. He's like the calmest guy in the world. I don't get it. and I don't, I'm not saying they would have won the game had he exploded and gotten a technical foul, but it's just, it's just kind of bizarre. And that was a bizarre
0: day at Carver, a game they moved up to, I think, a 2.30 start yeah. time because the- of the weather. And that was going to be a terrible atmosphere anyways. You move it up to Mm -hmm. 230, like, it just – these games suck, man. These last getaway games before Christmas are always the worst, and Iowa got bit hard. That's why I was glad Iowa State – because Iowa State – Oshun would have been out. Uh, Caleb Grill is still recovering from, like, the flu. Uh, Like, they would have beaten Omaha, I think, but, like, there's no upside in playing that game. No, Wait, with this snowstorm coming in, and uh, real quick, Jackson, and this Jackson's making my point. He says, "May I remind everyone, Iowa State had a similar loss a couple of years ago to Florida A and M on New Year's Eve." Correct, and that was when we knew how bad like things had gotten in the prom era. The whole point here is that that's not the case. Like this is a team that we think right. will be in the NCAA tournament.
1: And that team did not go to the NCAA tournament. No. As that was when the writing
0: the, became on the wall. They lost to the, Milwaukee. They lost all those shitty teams at home.
1: And the following season, I think, is when they went winless in conference play. Correct. Um, yeah. But again, the the spread for that game, I think, was like 26 or maybe 27. Uh, and, and the Iowa game was 31 and a half, 32. So, and th- there's no instance in the last 30 years, of a 30-plus point underdog winning a game in college basketball, uh, games between Division I teams. And not only did they win, they won handily. Ended up being by nine points. But that game was not close from about the eight-minute mark in. So it's historic. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. This was a national story yesterday. And in a time where, and it was a, what, a Wednesday, there's no football going on. This was one of the biggest sports stories of the day, nationally.
0: Uh, it caught the attention of our friends at Circa's Sportsbook. I, I started getting some texts from the guys in the Sportsbook there, and they were just flabbergasted because they, you know, they, they, this is what they live for, like weird things to happen, like betting-wise, and like they – and they were used to us being out there in Iowa, and like right, we had talked about it so much. So, like, Iowa basketball is like on their mind after they just mm-hmm. killed Iowa State when we were out there. They were just blown away. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a decent little play here. You go through tonight and tomorrow, any of these bye games, these getaway games for these big schools against small schools and just take the points. I, I, I bet it wouldn't be a bad, bad way to go about this. Iowa State, real quick, just got a commitment. I wrote down my pronunciation guide: Noyas Indrusitis Indrusitis Noius Indrusitis. He's he's, I believe he is um, Lithuanian, hmm. but he's from he's out of Illinois. And this is basketball, correct? Correct. Top one hundred yeah. basketball player. Yeah, uh, one fifty. I think he. Yeah, no, he is one hundred. Yeah, ninety one is what he's ranked right now. But I, I was going through this hassle, so Ox has signed nine prep players. This doesn't count transfers um, since he became the head coach. Seven of the nine are 150 guys. Um, Tame and Lipsy is one of the ones that was ranked outside of the top 50, and then Caden Fish, uh, 175, who was Omaha Blue's uh, AAU teammate. So he's getting it done. They just the – they're – their 2023 class was ranked seventh in the country. And now this one, if they can pull JT rock, who also Fran McCaffrey and Iowa are in on, uh, if they could pull JT rock, which I think Iowa State's probably the favorite there. They odds could have two top 20 classes for sure in a row, maybe two top 15 potentially. Wow. So he's, he's really killing it there. That That's was a impressive. big one today. Th- this was a big one because of the Illinois thing, Illinois, and what they're doing at that program, they're one of the top NIL uh, as far as organizations in the entire country. And that was really a thing early on. It's just like you didn't know if you'd be able to pull him from his home state, uh, especially with the NIL aspect of this. And here he is. He's committing to Iowa State three days before Christmas. So I'm, I'm pretty fired up today. This is a They are on a roll right now in, in, in Otzelberger's camp. And uh, I'm sure
1: they're feeling really good after, um, you know, what was it, 10 days ago that it was just rock bottom. Worst loss of the Otzelberger oh, era. By far, By far, Iowa, too.
0: By far Iowa too. fans
1: are up here. Iowa State fans are down here. And, and everything's kind of
0: uh, maybe yeah. going the other way before Christmas. I just I don't want to harp on it too much. Because I'm not trying to be a killer here on I they've got to get Chris back because this the the other group is so limited. And I know that they and I give them credit for what they did to Iowa and even against Wisconsin, really, they've played Mm -hmm. hard, right? It wasn't like, oh, this team sucks. They lost to another good team in overtime. Big deal. That happens. But to be able to do that, they're just not good enough. (laughs) They're just not. Like the other guy, they're just not not good enough. enough and not yeah. deep enough which no, which
1: got to get him back I, I think could be a good thing once they get everybody healthy again if they get everybody healthy we we talked about it a month or so ago that's one of the things that i liked about this iowa team was that they they weren't too deep they weren't going to go to the ninth and tenth guy off the bench and try to get them playing time they were going to be seven maybe an eighth man in there but now that you lose uh, your best player and Murray, and you might have uh, a Connor McCaffrey miss a game, which is what he did last game. And all of a sudden, those guys that that were playing sparingly are having to play a ton. And those guys that weren't going to get in at all as the eighth, ninth, tenth guy, they're playing big minutes in a game like that. You might be able to do it for a game or two, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be able to sustain it. And And they certainly have not been able to do that.
0: All right, uh, we'll wrap this up here before too long. But do you? Uh, so you're going home on Christmas Day, uh, and, and then how are you dealing with the weather? Because I see again you're indoors, you're wearing a stocking cap with a hoodie, with the hood pulled over the stocking cap. If you're listening on, and you look like you're just miserable.
1: It's been terrible. It's been the worst weather trip home I can imagine. Uh, I came back for my sister's wedding five years ago in the first week of January, where the temperature never got above zero. That was bad, but I had not yet really acclimated to South Florida at the time. I think we had just moved down there. But now I am a true South Floridian. I mean, my average high at my house right now is 77. The average low is 62 I'm just. It's not like used sixty to this, below. But, feels like out there with the wind. Yeah, chill. The, the, the wind chill right now in in Bettendorf is like forty and dropping. I think you guys are worse in Des Moines right now than we are. It, it's it's horrible. Like we were,
0: sixty below wind chill. I think is what hold we, on, hold on. we were.
1: <laughs> we were in Corning. Every place we would go in was freezing. We ate at this Mexican restaurant in Corning, and I was sitting by the window, and my feet were getting frostbite. It felt like it was 30 degrees in there. I had to eat my meal with my winter coat and scarf and gloves on. I was dipping chips into salsa with my leather gloves.
0: You're just being a wuss. It is the feel-like temperature in Bondurant right now is 38 below. Tonight, it is supposed to reach 51 below. My hands, fingers, and toes turning
1: colors and like sprouting wrinkles that I've never seen before. I like my hands. I, I now look like I'm 70 years old coming here with it just like they turn all dry. Has your
0: wife done this? Has she turned blue. into this?
1: Uh, she's not as bad as me. She's, she's not than a wimp. You. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she, she was the one out there scraping the,
0: uh, scraping the ice off the truck. See, I can't, I can't comprehend guys like you and Bloom. What? Why would you let your wife be out there scraping? You should go and scrape the damn ice off the truck. you Well, whip. so we were we went into Fairway, and we
1: when we came back out, there was some ice accumulation on the windshield, and we started the thing up, and I said, let's just sit and wait for the defrost to get it. And she is more impatient than me. Yeah, why? That's lazy. So she grabbed the scraper and went out there and started scraping. I'm not. That's. I would have just waited. I wasn't saying, hey, hey, you, grab that <laughs> scraper and get out there like a like a wife's supposed to do. No, I said, hey, let, well, we can just wait. Let's just wait a couple minutes, and the defrost will get it, and then you won't have to scrape. She's like, no, I'm just going to do it now. I'm just going to do it.
0: So she grabs it, goes out there and scrapes it. So Bloom is notorious for not blowing off his driveway. So, blowing like, off his driveway with snow. What do you mean like, blowing it off? Like he he like doesn't clear shoveling? Correct. Like, he'll just let the snow just pile up all over his sidewalks and stuff and wait for it to melt, basically. What? Yeah. He's a terrible neighbor.
1: Well, see, that's now, see, like when I lived in Connecticut, I had this amazing snowblower. I mean, I went top dollar for my snowblower and I loved going out there and just throwing snow. Yeah, it's now, fun. I, it's I fun. did it.
0: I did that. My wife didn't do that. She wasn't going to do mean, that. I mean, I drove by I yesterday. It. Bloom still hadn't cleared off his sidewalks from last, like, Saturday or last, like, Friday or Saturday snow. Isn't that against the law? Yeah. And I, I drove by yesterday morning, and Bloom's wife was out there <laughs> shoveling the sidewalks. And I know he was there because I saw his car. Just so he's just her... sitting inside, sipping yeah, just hot cocoa, coffee. Yeah, doing whatever. Well, see, I'm things. not, I'm not to that level. I'm not as bad as Bloom. Well, I mean, you may not be, but you're not exactly painting a very bright picture here. Well, uh, well I'm a South Floridian. And it's the windchill 60 below
1: what do you expect? <laughs> this, this is, is horrible true. I don't know why I don't know why you guys do this I don't know how you do it. It, 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 I like it
0: you do not you no, do I,
1: not. Now pe- people will claim that and then I like the no. change
0: in weather like oh great we got snow. I, I think it's great me and my neighbor we're gonna fire up the smokers we're just oh you so you're the- gonna have to smoke outside you're gonna have to smoke okay. your meat outside in this yeah. weather yes you know you realize how bad for you that is why do you what do you what do you mean to be
1: out in that kind of weather how bad it is for your system but do you
0: realize how delicious no wonder you're you're, you're getting sick
1: you're constantly sick
0: um i bought so much beer for the next three days like and I'm that's gonna... another thing why do you want ice cold beer when it's 60 below it makes you all warm inside. <laughs> you
1: crazy man.
0: I, I love it. it. It was pretty nuts. I went to Fairway in Ankeny in the north side of Ankeny yesterday, and you'd think that like the world was coming to an end with the amount of people in there just stocking up on bread. Why do we need bread? Do people eat bread this much? Like milk and bread? Like, I, I mean, certainly not milk. I can't tell you the last time I had milk. Well, my I, daughters both had like a milk allergy so we just drink almond milk now like that's that's all. i haven't had like real dairy milk i can't even remember the last time
1: yeah and i'll just put you know i might put a splash of almond milk or oat milk or something like that in coffee but uh or i'm using it in my smoothie maybe but like my dad will sit down for lunch and and he'll use bread he'll have like a turkey sandwich and he'll he'll have this this horrible milk and he'll get this big glass and he'll fill it all the way up And just like gulp it. He'll have like three or four huge glasses of milk. And it's sickening. It
0: disgusts me. I think people that that drink milk like that are insane. Matt says Bloom was importantly sitting inside raising money for the collective. He's got his priorities straight. (laughs)
1: Well, I I don't know if he's paying any football players, but he must be using some of that to entice some of these basketball players with these good recruiting classes. By the way, I I, I wonder, like, I would love to know about this Caden Proctor situation with the Mm -hmm. Hawkeyes. Like, did he get any money? Does he have to return any money? Does the money that people donated specifically for Caden Proctor, does that go back into the collective? Or can those people say, oh, that was only for him. Give that back to me. I mean, this is just a mess. It's, it's, it's a mess. I, I'm so glad I don't have anything to do with it. I don't have to worry about it. I I, I do not envy people like Bloom and those that job. have to make this work in all seriousness. This is a
0: it's a shit show. And or I you, think
1: it's only going to get worse.
0: You could just go to Clemson where the only name, image, and like likeness that they care about are Jesus Christ. Literally. I that that was such a (laughs) cringeworthy
1: quote from Dabo the people you know it always makes me cringe and I have nothing against people that that believe in God and Jesus all that stuff but the people that after a game Kurt Warner was like this like thinking that God had any part of you winning a football game what kind of an insult is that to the team that you beat (laughs) exactly and Jesus wants times, you to lose <laughs> and all the times that you did lose like so why was he with you that that day and not the other days? <laughs> I, it, it's
0: such a joke. I can't stand people that that say that I I always like to think too like because I'm a Christian and it's like, well what if we're wrong and like like does the what if the Buddhists are correct? right like, Does their God want us to lose this game? like does that does that god like or am i in favor it's very uh very we're we're not a very worldly podcast here that's the john miller <laughs> stuff he's he's much better at that but that yeah that's a great point like i thought you said miller was off god he well he actually we just talked about this he's currently uh you know like when you are an alcoholic and you go to rehab And they just make you just quit cold turkey and you like have withdrawals and stuff like that. That's kind of what Miller's doing with God. So he went into a God rehab. He's like, he's rediscovering his thoughts on all this. He's an interesting cat.
1: Yeah, no, he is. I saw the other day on, on Twitter, I saw he
0: was like debating artificial intelligence. Yeah, he he's a very deep thinker. I I, I think that um, there's going to be a point in time where I just don't know if Miller can be like a Hawkeye guy anymore because I just don't know how much he cares. Like I think he's got bigger bigger fish to fry. If that makes sense, like arguing with AI. <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah, he's a very intellectual son of a gun. Total <laughs> well, it's good opposite. That he's of what intellectual we're because yeah, we're not. <laughs> I was just mad because I think that Dabo is like a hypocrite. Like I I just. I think he's a football hypocrite with all this stuff, and Miller There's went no into guy. this whole like. Uh, I mean, Dabo once said he would quit coaching if name, image, and likeness became a thing. Well, you're still cashing your ten yeah. million dollar check, pal.
1: You know, and, and are we really to believe that no Clemson player before <laughs> this became legal received any kind of payment?
0: Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, get out of town. Only what the good Lord blessed us with. This little old Clemson, you know. Well, I don't even know how we do it here, little old Clemson. <laughs> Freaking Dabo, my least favorite, maybe my least favorite sports personality is Dabo Sweeney. And it, you know, it, it doesn't. He's basically, he is basically Satan in my mom's house. Oh yeah, because she's a cock. Yeah, loves big big cock fan. And he's a tiger. And, yes. Yeah, what did your mom think of his comments about God? I, I haven't talked to mom. I just got a text. She has influenza A. Oh, no. She's down She's down for the count. So, mom, if you're watching, feel better. Now, how does that compare to influenza B and C? I don't know. I just, is that I'm the swine just, flu? Just saying she. I got the text that she has influenza A. I don't know what B is, hmm. but uh, she has A. There's just so much sickness up here.
1: I mean, just. Because it's cold. Rampant sickness
0: yeah pe- people are not meant to be living in this you want to know the god's honest truth welcome to parenthood so elise got she had a fever for like 12 hours at the end of last week and was coughing and was not feeling well throughout the weekend so like she's recovering and then she was fine to go to school on monday or daycare and i i I legitimately had the thought. No, I didn't do it. Like, would it be better off for me to just keep her home the next three days so she doesn't get another sickness before all the holiday stuff?
1: Why, don't they become immune at some point? I mean, well, how can you point. get sick? Like, but you these, get sick for three days, then you're fine for a day, then you get sick
0: again. These how, how kids does that work? Just, they put their mouths on everything. They, they, they put their mouths on everything. Because it's just germs passing, and then oh, we got a new kid here coming to class. Great, hey, welcome, Johnny. Johnny comes from this place in Inkeny where there's this whole other shit going around, and now he's going to pass it around to the whole thing. You know, they they're they're not potty trained completely. They you oh, know when geez. they wipe, they've got fecal matter all over their oh. hands, and they're touching everything, and then they put their mouths on it. This is how it happens.
1: So gross. So gross. I mean, I've read articles about how kids are a lot dirtier than dogs.
0: Oh yeah, no, you letting a dog lick your face is is not a big deal.
1: Yeah, you're cleansing yourself.
0: Yeah, compared to my daughter's, she's <laughs> all right. Um, was, this is a this is a this is a surprise podcast. Huh? Yeah, well, we we, 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 we really do don't it. have like a rundown or anything because we weren't planning on doing this till like an hour ago. So. Uh, real quick matt wants to know your thoughts on eggnog i love eggnog oh i slurp it up and i get the eggnog and it'll be like all over my beard just dripping there oh i love it what is in
1: eggnog eggs it, so it's milk and eggs and what else alcohol I, i've had a sip of eggnog Without the alcohol, uh, it's in. amazing. You don't like it's, it? It's a weird taste. It tastes like the inside of one of those um, cream filled Easter bunny chocolate things.
0: Oh, uh, the Cadbury eggs? Yeah. It's just, but it's just too thick and milky. That's what I like about it. I like it thick and milky, creamy. Just,
1: uh, just, you disgust me.
0: <laughs> Drink some eggnog tonight. You will like it. I promise. Put a little rum in there, a little bourbon phenomenal I'm
1: yeah, gonna start. it's not it's, gonna what, it's
0: it is twelve ten right now i will start drinking today by three at the absolute latest yeah. what else am i gonna do i'll be i'll be before that because okay. we're doing
1: our christmas here with my dad and yeah get after some it, old baby. fashions and i will not be uh, we there, there's no eggnog in the house but i could mix some uh i could
0: put some whiskey in my dad's two percent milk No, don't do that. That sounds awful. Don't do that. Uh, Okay, I guess we'll just stick to the theme here before we kill this thing, because I got to go. Ty, favorite Mm. drink around Christmas. He wants to go with a white Russian. A white Russian used to
1: be a drink of choice for me when I lived in Des Moines. Uh, But it is the, I believe it's the fattiest alcoholic beverage there is. I used to order those... uh, I used to order those over at the Old Saints in West Des Moines. Been there? We'd go there after work. Um, And then I gained about 70 pounds throughout the course of a year. So I I got off the White Russian.
0: (laughs) I would say mine is the – I I love the, like, winter warmer beers. You know what I'm talking about? Like the – Shiner Cheer? I love Shiner Cheer, yeah. Got a six-pack of that yesterday. But I love the ones that are – like, I bought one, uh, Boulevard. It's a, the like barrel aged, like stout type stuff is, is what I really love. With A okay. bit of the whiskey, the barrel, the bourbon to it. Uh, the, okay. No, it's not. Like, he was what expecting. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. God, yeah. No. That. Hey. <laughs> That's Can my ice- dad. Ice cold glass just, of milk, sir. He just, All yeah, right. he
1: just brought in some milk.
0: There Chug it. It's <laughs> fantastic.
1: There he is. Yeah. I, he, he set me up in
0: his bedroom. To do this uh to do this podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. God. We gotta do our dads on a pod for Father's Day this year. I think they would get canceled. Oh my god. I get, oh. And dad, I think I think my dad would get me canceled. There's a decent chance mine would too. I will tell you this that Iowa fans will absolutely despise my father. And I think Iowa State fans would despise mine. Yeah. Well, that's what makes it entertaining. It would. then you have yeah. us and we don't
1: really care. No, but I'm telling you, I we're, we're dealing with 60 something year old guys that aren't really versed in the uh, intricacies of what is acceptable and what is not
0: these days, so You're, um <laughs> I've done pods with my dad, but they're always pre-recorded, so I can Oh, that's and smart. Yeah. Edit edit stuff mm-hmm. but like my dad's genuine hatred for so we grew up iowa fans right the the reason my dad hates iowa fans so much is because he's read like how mean they can be to me uh-huh. and like my dad genuinely hates iowa now like it's not it's not like a sports rivalry now like it's personal for him uh-huh i could see that
1: for whatever reason, that doesn't bother my dad because things have gotten pretty personal (laughs) with me as well and my dad still, and with Iowa fans, and my dad still thinks Mm. Iowa's the greatest thing
0: in the world. Oh, my dad, you get him going on Fran McCaffrey. (laughs) It doesn't help either that TJ's the head coach. So it's like, he's like personal towards that. My dad's known TJ for almost 20 years. So it's like, Anything that's like a rival to TJ's dad will like wear is like a shield and just go crazy with. And, and like... I
1: love TJ too. He's a friend of mine. And <laughs> yeah. I, I try to tell my dad that it's like, Oh, that, what the hell? Kyle? you should what, What's the deal with those shirts he wears? Why can't he just wear a <laughs> looser fitting shirt? Why does he have to get the tightest fitting shirts out there? What an idiot. <laughs>
0: oh, I love it. We got to get them on. Two. Matt says two dad's whose sons are named chris t- coming to iowa everywhere 2023 god that who show would, would do that? ratings who, who would sponsor that show it would have to like werther's original <laughs> maybe like the iowa milk association that show would do rating oh my dad likes a nice cold glass of milk uh, too baby I, the iowa dairy farmers oh god absolutely oh speaking of that thanks to our friends at iowa corn I mean, we would give them a shout out right for God's yeah. sake. I mean, this is a special podcast, but the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're a little extra value for our friends at the Iowa corn farmers. Oh, and one last thing too. I I did. Um, I got it. Th- that our stuff works. I got a text from a listener last night. Who's a friend of mine. And he, he's planning his 18th vacation to Vegas. Okay. Coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's only stayed on the strip. In all previous 17 spots, he is going yeah. to Circa in February. Yes. Oh, the power oh. of the program. The power of the program. And like, he was telling me about like the amount of money that he spends on like gambling and food and stuff. And I'm like, do you realize that you will spend half that mm-hmm. going where you're going now? I'm like, why would you? I have no idea why. I don't know. A lot of people like the swanky stuff. The thing is, you can still do that at Circa. If that's yeah. what you like, you go down to Berries. I mean, you well, just, you you, you know me. I like swanky stuff. Yeah, you are but, uh, you're the king of swanky. I'm a swankster. Do you think but, Fails would like Fremont Street, or would he just sit there and judge us?
1: You know, I, I have a feeling that he, when he goes to Vegas, he wants something different. Like he wants to go because I've heard him talk about. It. He goes to like these weird, like DJ things, like these. Goopball DJs that charge cover to get in, and the Big cocktails Chris. are thirty bucks a piece. Where well, you got a little? Oh, Elise wanted to say hi to you. So I had say my hi. dad
0: come in, and you had your, you had your little daughter. Hi, Elise. <laughs> it's snow day, man. Kids are home. Oh, you, you got no deal school with today? It. No school. To, well, no, it's it's sixty below. You think they're gonna let the kids walk to school?
1: I don't know. You said they make them play outside at recess when it's cold and snowy out, so
0: it's 60 below actually you know what is crazy one thing i learned this week is their skin is different than our skin Mm -hmm. because it hasn't like faced the weather like ours has yeah she was outside i'm not kidding from walking from my truck to daycare and her face was like completely chapped just from that (laughs) it was crazy and my wife's like, oh, yeah, you got to wear too. the neck gator. You got to put the neck gaiter around her. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's how cold it is, though. Her face was like bright red, and that's all she was outside that day. I think my skin is a lot more vulnerable to this weather than your daughter's. With that, um, my dainty podcast partner, Chris Hassel, we'll be back on Monday. Uh, I think we were just going to do a little bit later during the day, the day after Christmas, but we will have a show Normal and I'll be shirt. back in South Florida. Thank God. Are you just going to be like shirtless for that pod? Well, no. They're, they're,
1: because of this bomb cyclone that we're enduring here in the Midwest, okay. it's going to affect the whole country. And they're actually going to have their coldest Christmas in over a generation, like 30 some years. The high on Christmas is only supposed to be like 55, which is <laughs> insane. No, it never gets that cold.
0: <laughs> bomb cyclone, baby. all right well he's chris hassel i'm chris williams keep in touch uh we'll talk to you guys here uh we do have a so re- real quick sage Rosenfeld's podcast coming out tomorrow he interviewed the former manager for the band in sync oh oh, well, that'll be interesting yeah <laughs> sage man <laughs> i told sage i'm like we're gonna make you iowa's bill walton We're just going to let you go. (laughs) We're going to let you spread your wings and fly. Mm -hmm. He's Chris Hassel. I'm Chris Williams. Go out and – well, don't go out and get the fairway meat until it's safe to do so. Appreciate you guys. Iowa everywhere.